The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 65th seed, a 1987 rail shooter from Konami, Stinger! And its opponent, the 64th seed, a 1989 action-adventure platformer from Acclaim, Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2! Your ringside judges are Ricky Giraldo and Pat Dooley. There's nothing left to say, but round one, fight! Welcome to episode 20 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we attempt to find the best game for each home video game console by means of a massive tournament. Uh, today we are looking at the 64 and 65 seeds in our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament. Uh, that's Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2, and Stinger. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And last week, we saw the first Wizards and Warriors game advance by knocking out arcade classic Spy Hunter... Uh, in what I probably would have thought of as a surprise beforehand, but then after having played the games, you know, obviously choices were made. Uh, it's a hard choice. That's it was a hard choice. I, I feel bad for Spy Hunter. It, it would have won a lot of matchups. Uh, it just ran into a little bit of a juggernaut. Speaking of running into a juggernaut, for those of you who know brackets well in a 100-team tournament, you know what happens to the winner of the 64-65 game. The winner of today's matchup will have to face the number one overall seed in round two, and that's Super Mario Brothers 3. Cool. So, good luck to both games. Uh, I think you will need it. Uh, but let's, uh, let's get right into it. We always start off talking about the underdog, which in this case is only a minor underdog, because it is the 65 against 64. That is Stinger which is a rail shooter developed and published by Konami, our old friends over at Konami. Uh, it was released in Japan under the name Moero Twin B Cinnamon Hakase Osukwe in 1986. Wow, and man, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't get very far in my Japanese Duolingo uh, before. I was like, oh, no, wait, this is way too fast, and I can't read this. I'm too old. All I know is, Tore wa tokoroska. You know what that means? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Where's the bathroom? Where's the, that's a, <laughs> that is a good phrase to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it is the sequel to a Japan-only release called Twin B. So Moiro Twin uh, B makes it the sequel to Twin B. Twin B? Why would they call it Twin B? I don't know. The, the names of the ships are the Twin B and the Win B, if you're playing two-player. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know what the significance of those names are, but that is uh, that's what the names are. So the name the game is named after the ship in the Japanese release, uh, and in the U.S. release in 1987, they just called it Stinger, which I guess you know going off of bees having yeah, stingers. So there's a lot of uh, kind of familiar stuff in Stinger. Um, yeah. it was the color palette was fun. It was a much more kind of colorful game than other rail shooters we've played so far. But it had a lot of life force in it. 
uh, had a lot of Guardian Legend in it. Yeah. Uh, and it definitely had the uh, the difficulty level <laughs> of the rail shooters we've been it's playing. Like and yeah. Yeah, it was def- it's, it's a rail shooter, but the interesting thing I thought was the like the first level was very different from the second level. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, did not expect this. Yeah, because the second level, the second level kind of reminded me of the second flying level from Guardian Legend, yeah. where it was sort of watery, like there were like fish enemies and stuff. But this was more clearly like definitely water, and not just like you know water in space, uh, like Guardian Legend was. Um, but it's yeah it's the and and like i said you know the color palette definitely helps to kind of differentiate it in that regard like it it's a much more kind of cartoony version of those games which is you know it's kind of a welcome change um but also we've played a lot of rail shooters (laughs) and this was (laughs) this was a it was a good one but after having played gradius and life force I, i don't know I, I don't really know how well this one holds. I mean, even Spy Hunter, to a degree, was a rail shooter. You were just in a car instead of a ship. Yeah, I I, I have to agree. It was just the same old... It felt less than the other games are mentioned. Yeah. Um, it felt it, older, too. It probably is older than those games. Um, yeah, I mean, it was 1987, so it would have been after Gradius, but I think either before or the same year as Life Force. I don't remember what year Life Force came out. Life Force, actually, I think was, like, 90? 90? And that's what yeah. I thought. So I thought this was, because yeah. the arcade Gradius, I think, was, like, 84, 85. Uh, and then this was 86 in Japan. So this was after that, but before Life Force. So, yeah. And it's, it's kind of a halfway point between those two style-wise. Yeah. What what I thought was really hard. Did you uh, did you bounce the ball on top of you like in level one? Like yes, that that like changes colors and yeah, that was so mm-hmm. annoying. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it was a an interesting gameplay mechanic, and without an instruction manual, I was never quite sure what I was doing with that, other than getting yeah. points. <laughs> I thought I was racking up continues when I would catch a blue one. Because when you got a game over, which happened a lot, uh, 34 times for me in an hour, um, yeah, the icon to continue is a blue ball. Um, make of that what you will. Um, but So I thought I was having to catch those to get continues, but then I was reading about the game and... No, there you have unlimited continues regardless of what you do. So I I don't know what the difference was between it was what like, like orange, blue, and white. I think were the three colors. Yeah, orange was like the main one. Yeah, I don't know what that was for, but I was just doing it anyway. Yeah, I guess it was maybe to make the game challenging. More maybe challenging. it's like that uh, Mario Party game where you're having to shoot the can to keep it in the air and. Get you get points every time you shoot it. Uh, that's a Mario Party Five, maybe. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mario Party Five. Was that for GameCube? Oh, it was GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that that dates us a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> I guess. I mean, we're talking about NES. So. That's true. <laughs> well, it's not like you remember this. This came out the year before you were born. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> 
I was I, there the day it came out. <laughs> so good. You, you were conceived at the Stinger release party. I was <laughs> I was at a Stinger release party with a Sting <laughs> shirt on. I was just <laughs> your little Stinger onesie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it I was, was okay. the game was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was um, it, the first couple levels I thought were really easy, um, yes. to the point where I was thinking, "Oh, maybe I'll beat this and you know catch up to you after you, um, you know, after your victory in uh, Rad Racer a couple Rad weeks Rad ago." Uh, and then I hit the third level, which was significantly harder. And uh, we'll get into how far we made it, but. Um, I died many, many times on level three and did not wind up finishing the game. I'll, I will say that much. <laughs> don't worry. Spoilers. I didn't either. So <laughs> well, good. That makes me feel a little better. Only a little, though. Because I it still... Was, it, it, like, the jump in difficulty was kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that curve shot way up. It was like the U.S. response to COVID just shot up through the roof. <laughs> Guys, wear a mask. Stay home. Please... I didn't think we'd have to be still saying this in week 20, but come on. Yeah. Come on now. Everybody else figure this out. Anyway, that's how little I have to say about Stinger, is I'm going into a lecture on masks. Um, just a really frustrating game, but, you know, all of these rail shooters kind of are. I think that's kind of the point of them, um, is to get you can, like yeah. learning from your mistakes. It's not a bad game, and it definitely does deserve to be a 65. I think that's a good number for it. I think so, yeah. And there's there's some stuff that was ranked lower that I would put higher than yeah, it, but there's also some stuff that's higher that I would put lower. So, yeah, 65, like, you know, top part of the bottom third, that feels about right to me. Yeah, see, and, and this is the thing. Like, I feel like the games that are lower than this, where we don't necessarily think the gameplay-wise is as great, but I think the lower games, I think they do, like, the music or their graphics is so... Yeah. It elevates those games that... And this one, visually, it's not impressive. No. It's cool. I do like... Because maybe at the time, this was the first time you had... I get the side-scrolling to the rail shooter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, going vertical and horizontal, yeah. yeah. That was probably mind-blowing at the time. Yeah. So, that's how I look into these when we play. Like, man... At ni- in 1987, when this game came out, I bet this blew it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, how, how blown was your mind in 1987 yeah. from this? So, like I said, I think it, 65 is a good number for it. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that, it feels right to me as well. Um, so it is up against the 64 seed, uh, which we, we talked about. Uh, its predecessor last week, Wizards and Warriors. This is Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2. This is the one that you remember with Fabio on the cover. This is the one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is an action-adventure platformer from Zippo Games, which is a subsidiary of Rare and was published by Acclaim. Uh, You once again play Kuros, who is again challenging Malkil, who has now taken on the form of the four classic elements, earth, wind, water, fire, not hydrogen, helium. uh, Oh no, my dad's going to kill me. What are the other two? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, whatever the first four periodic elements are. What is it, nitrogen? No. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, wow. Anyway, earth, wind, water, fire. You know, the avatar elements. 
Um, in addition to ranking the game 64th on its list, IGN also calls its cover the second best video game cover of all time behind a game called Ninja Golf, which if you have not looked up the cover for Ninja Golf, you should 100% look it up. It's exactly what it sounds like. And yeah, probably the best cover of all time. There's always the best cover of all time, but <laughs> I gotta look. I haven't seen Ninja Golf, but this cover, oh man, I remember seeing it everywhere. It's a classic. It it's, is. Classic. Uh, for those of you that didn't join us last week and who don't remember the cover for Iron Sword, uh, it features Fabio, the the probably the most famous male model ever maybe uh shirtless in a you know like barbarian loincloth thing and a yeah, helmet it looks like holding. conan but yeah he's basically conan. conan he's got a big broad sword in front of a castle with lightning behind him uh so yeah ign calls it the second best video game cover of all time one up.com and game spy both call it one of the worst covers of all time so i guess it's all <laughs> based on taste um I mean, you know, if you talk about bad I mean, covers, like the first Mega Man, that's a bad cover. Oh, man. I love the Mega Man retro look. No, but it's terrible. But, like, that character doesn't even look like the main character. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, there is no point in Iron Sword where your long flowing manes are blown in the breeze behind you. Uh, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is another dude in armor with a, you know, you get a helmet and a sword and a a shield as you go and it's basically it's it's the exact same character from the first wizards and warriors but yeah you know you could get away with stuff like that in the nes I guess, days yeah and at that time they know we don't have the graphics we gotta sell the boxes so <laughs> that's right that's right death We're stranding can put you know virtual norman Reedus on the cover because that's what you're playing as exactly yeah <laughs> It's not like they put Norman Reedus and then you have a stick figure. <laughs> right, yeah. You're playing it and then all of a sudden you're just the kid from inside. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Though I kind of wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> Death Stranding is the little dude from Minute. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be such a hard game if you had to play Death Strand a minute at a time. Death Stranding a minute at a time. Anyway. You just have to spend a minute picking up your stuff. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Okay, I've got my load centered, and I'm dead. All right, put it all back on my backpack, take a step, die. Yep. Uh, so, this, uh, if you played the first one, it's it's very much the first game, just yeah. with a couple of gameplay tweaks. Uh, they did add magic, which I thought was a fun addition to the franchise, where you can you can cast spells to shoot projectiles and stuff. That was a nice... Uh, I didn't quite make it far enough to really put that to much use, um, but I did get the ability to cast spells. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a fun kind of logical extension of the world that the first game had put on. Uh, yeah, more great music, still you know really crisp platforming controls. I did kind of feel like the fighting controls weren't quite as good as the first game. That it yeah, was the hit detection was a little worse. So the first game was just rare, right? I believe so. Yeah, I don't yeah, think a claim was claimed, involved in the first. Yeah, it definitely feels like a second party did this. Like not the main guys did it. Yeah. Because I agree. I feel like the button, like it felt, because I thought it was maybe just where where I was playing it. 
but it felt a little laggy to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was it was definitely was a little yeah. kind of mushier than the first one where you had to kind of really do what you wanted to do to have it do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was great. We we talked about it, but the first one was so smooth and but yeah. this one was I don't know. Yeah. It's still but good. It was, it's still good. It's still it a really good, good platformer, yeah. but um but yeah, it's I think like technically it's an upgrade. I think the music is a little better, the graphics are better. The, you know, adding magic and stuff. That's that's cool. I like all the stuff they added to it. But and actually, I, I have that as one of my notes. Is definitely a technical upgrade over its predecessor, but is it a better game? Right. And I'm not really sure. Um, I think, I think it's, it's probably not. Um, I don't think it's... A, I, I don't know. What I wrote in my notes is, like, it plays... It's kind of the same. It's yeah. just, like, updated graphics yeah. a little bit. But I felt the same but now thinking about it you're right with the control so i guess it would be not the same (laughs) yeah but it's i mean it's very similar it's you know it's a half step behind it's not a it's not terrible controls it's not like uh like kicks controls or um sliding around like ice climber or anything like that it's you know the controls are still better than most platformers we've played but it just the first game set such a high bar that following that is just I want and maybe it's not fair but if you're going to be the sequel to a game you know look at the the jump from the first Mega Man to Mega Man 2 you know look yeah. at you know that's that's how you do you know take the 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 mechanics you've put in place in the first game and upgrade them for the second you know that's that done right this is you know like you said it's it's just kind of samey yeah but still really good still good it's still yeah. good but if you're expecting if you guys are playing as well and you're expecting a big jump you're not gonna get that with this game no no they're but like, it is it's <laughs> yeah they're strictly you know what everything worked in the first game so let's just make a second game out of it and just put fabio on the cover <laughs> right yeah <laughs> we can afford fabio but we can't afford this this and this for the game but we can all get the- fabio but that's smart. I think that's smart. The budgeting yeah. was all the marketing to sell these <laughs> games. I bet they sold tons of games. Well, yeah, I mean, it, and it worked. Like, we're still, you know, this game came out in 1989, and we're still talking about the cover of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, Good or bad, it's still... Right, yeah. Whether you, whether you agree with IGN or GameSpy, it's a memorable cover one way or the other. And, you know, Crazy. Yeah. So, we want to uh, get into our, our high scores. Do you have any other notes you want to bring uh, up on Iron Sword or Stinger? We didn't mention this, but Stinger, the Konami code, did not work. Does not work. Nope. Nope. I tried it and did not work. And then I it Makes sense because Googled we, we do didn't. have unlimited lives already, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. And it didn't... Anytime you died... You didn't have to start from the very beginning. No. You just started at the beginning of the level you were on. Which so. is great. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah. So, yeah, the Konami code, but, you know, what was it going to do? Upgrade your weapons, maybe? Probably. But, I mean, that's what it did in Gradius, right? Was it gave you, yeah. like, the shield and the triple laser? So it could have yeah, done that. Yeah. But, but oh, been. well. Konami code also didn't work on Iron Sword, but that's because Iron Sword wasn't a Konami game. 
<laughs> Imagine if it did. <laughs> <laughs> Acclaim just flat out ripping him off. Uh, so on Stinger, I mentioned that I made it to the third level pretty early. Um, it was like my sixth or seventh try. I made it to the third level and then never made it any farther. I got I got stuck on the third level, and my high score was one hundred ninety thousand seven hundred. Well, man, the last thing I did was the third level, and I went to the fourth level. Ah! <laughs> I know you just beat you. Curses! What were you stuck on? I honestly, I don't remember at this point. Um, it, it 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 was challenging. But, to be honest, I got lucky. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't remember, but there was definitely there was one section of it that just kept killing me. But yeah, I just I couldn't make it past three, and uh, yeah, so you take the lead again. But let's Ooh. let's see how long it lasted. Uh, on Iron Sword, how far did you get? I just beat the cloud area, the first area. Okay. So the last thing I did was the boss, like the cloud boss. The cloud boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was Uh, the last thing I did. That's the only boss I beat. Um, How far into the forest had you gotten on the next level? Damn. You know, I don't know. Not very. Not very far. Not very far. I needed, uh, had you met the frog king yet? Yes. Okay. And he told you to go find that golden bug. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I found the golden bug, but I I couldn't. I could, I couldn't get the jump right, so I was there, but I ran out of time trying to make the jump to grab it. I had the diamond sword, a shield, a helmet, the book of Cinderin, the water spout yeah. spell, and the veil of slumber. Uh, so I think I was ready to go into the next round. I just I kept mistiming my jump trying to grab the golden bug to give to the frog king. I'll, I'll give you this one because I think you. You went farther than me because I, I was missing a couple of things. All right. And we remain tied. We have each, well, I have won more games, but you beat uh, Rage, Rad Racer. Rage, Rad so Rad that I keep just... calling you Ridge Racer. <laughs> <laughs> so it is still 17 to 17 to 7 uh, through 20 episodes. Uh, so, yeah. So Mario is waiting sitting patiently in his tanuki suit waiting for an opponent uh, we should just send both of them up <laughs> three-way dance yeah, there's no way i'm sorry i'm calling you right now there's no way both these games are not going to be mario <laughs> no i mean so, and even if it's both of them they're not going to beat mario yeah. how will we do that pat let's send both <laughs> just call it a draw <laughs> Let's call it a draw, send both, and see if they both knock out Mario. <laughs> well, it was a 50-50 tie in the online vote between the two. I Personally, I, I, I definitely enjoyed Iron Sword more than I enjoyed Stinger. I do as well. Not that, not that Stinger's a bad game, but I did like Iron Sword better. So it would, be, it would feel a little cheap to push them both through when there is, a, in, at least in my opinion, <laughs> a pretty right, clear-cut actual right. winner. But just um, imagine this. Imagine Fabio on a stinger against Mario. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a fair fight. Might have a chance. But imagine Fabio on a stinger on the, like, floating pirate ship trying to dodge bullet bills. Uh, 
I don't feel like that would end well for them. Uh, you're right. Well, yeah, <laughs> Iron Sword. So it is Iron Sword. Um, so before we we go into our you know plugs at the end, uh, we do have a little bit of listener feedback going back to last week's conversation where we were uh, we were talking about the first games that we beat. Um, our old pal Ryan O from Did You Know with Ryan O, which is a really fun podcast you should check out. Uh, he says the first game I ever remember beating was the X Men arcade game. Luckily oh. enough, the arcade that I was at was a free to play. Otherwise, that probably would have cost me twenty bucks. Uh, I yes, I have beaten that on an emulator, uh, but never at an actual arcade cabinet with pumping actual money into it. Because Same. one of the things about that game, I don't know how recently you've played it, but every time you well, use your mutant power, it took health off of your bar. So if you were you know Nightcrawler and you teleported from one side of the screen to the other, which is a great attack because you can hurt people while you do it, you also lose health from having used your power. And so then you die faster, so then you have to put more quarters in. So funny enough, I just played it, like, last week. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so we, we were going over my best friend's uh, Xbox. We were uh-huh. like, hey, let's see what games are on his Xbox 360. And this is Mikey. <laughs> yeah so, yeah so we we go we check it out and he had like a whole bunch of xbox live games that you know it's we kind of can't get anymore so like they have the scott pilgrim video game uh oh wow which is a great game we have uh street fighter third strike online which was only for ps3 and xbox 360 which it's one of the best versions of that game and then i forgot they re-released that the x-men arcade game for 360 and ps3 oh wow so we were playing it and yeah we we beat it <laughs> so i i and that was the first time i, I beat it yeah so, i mean it's a whole lot easier when you're not pumping we, actual money into it yeah it's crazy that you brought this up to this week it's yeah <laughs> it's good timing Hey, yeah. come on, Magneto, welcome to die. Welcome to die. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can move the blob. <laughs> and I love uh, the, the Night of Kitty Pride or whatever it's based on. Pride of the X-Men. Pride of the X-Men, thank you. Yeah. I, I still have that VHS. So. <laughs> <laughs> With Australian Wolverine. Yeah. And he talks like... Talking like Crocodile Dundee. Save the day. Save the day. <laughs> so good. <laughs> great game yeah um if we were because we were talking about console games i think the first arcade game i ever remember beating was the ninja turtles arcade game at it was either my i think it was my seventh birthday party maybe eighth a bunch of us went to well, by a bunch of us, it was, you know, my third grade class. Um, yeah. And, you know, a couple of the moms to sit and, and chat uh, went to Chuck E. Cheese and they had a, a cabinet for Ninja Turtles. And me and Seth Lauer and a couple of other people that I don't think we knew, they just walked up and joined us, uh, <laughs> beat the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Nice. Which is also a great game. It was like a uh, golden age for side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the first arcade game that I beat was. Uh, do you remember the Lost World shooting game? I do. Playing? Yeah. That's the first one I beat. I beat it with my dad. Nice. We were. It was at an arcade place called Boomers. <laughs> and uh, okay, Boomers. Yeah, we we kind of. I think my dad spent like thirty bucks that day on oh, the arcade. <laughs> wow. Because every level you had to put in a quarter, or not a quarter, a dollar. Oh, really? And there, yeah, it was such a money grab, <sighs> but it was fun. It was great because <laughs> you were in, like in a car. Yeah, I remember that one. It was like the the green and yellow jeeps. Like yep. the, the the design of the cabinet was to look like, look like that. Yeah. So it was cool, but yeah, I remember my dad was like, "Ooh, <laughs> we just spent thirty bucks on this." <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Yeah, that's half the cost of. If he just bought you the Lost World, you know, Genesis game. Yeah. That's the thing, though. This game never came out on console. Yeah, I was saying, I don't ever remember that being ported anywhere. Nope. But a lot of the arcade shooters like that never really were. Because, like, I think, like, Time Crisis, I think, did get a uh, port. Yeah. Time but Crisis, I, Silent Scope. Silent Scope, uh, House of the Dead. House of the Dead. But yeah. I don't think, like, the Terminator 2 game, I don't think that ever got... No, or the uh, Alien game. Oh, or, or, yeah, or Alien, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Area 51, remember that? Mm. Oh, I do. I had forgotten yeah. about it until you just said it, but, yeah, I definitely played Area 51. That, that did go to consoles. But did it? Yeah. What, do you remember what generation? I'm going to have to look that one up. And, man. I yeah, it would have been about the 64 PlayStation yeah. 1 Dreamcast. That was about when it was in arcades, yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah, we have to. Our once case, it becomes yeah. safe for people to go places, we have. You know, for all of its faults, Murfreesboro, Tennessee has two really great retro game stores. Um, yeah. And I will have to look for that next time I'm there. Nice. Yeah, we have some good ones too here in Florida, in the central Florida area. Yeah. We have Cybertron games, which nice. I hope they're doing okay, but they're pretty much the main. Yeah. Place to get video games here, and yeah, we've got a so it's Game Trader and Play and Trade are the two stores here, uh, and then you can also Game get Trade, some yeah. at um, Great Escape, but that's more of a like a comics and collectibles type store. But they do have some retro games. We do have well, we used to have Play and Trade here, but yeah, not anymore. I think we do actually. We might still have it, but. I will definitely be hitting those places up as soon as it's safe to go and touch things that other people have touched and <laughs> be out in public again, which hopefully is soon. Wear a mask. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> masks, please. We're not wearing masks for this recording, but that we're socially distancing across time zones. <laughs> yeah. So there's no worries there. Um, if you want to follow along with the show and keep an eye on the bracket, look at upcoming matchups, look at the matchups that have already happened, uh, you can go to challenge.com, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com slash kingsofconsoles. Uh this result will be on that bracket next week. Uh, today, when this episode drops, you will see Wizards and Warriors having beat Spy Hunter. We're always a week behind on that, just to avoid spoilers for those of you that haven't listened to the new episode, but for some reason want to look at the bracket before you do. Um, but yeah, that's got a pretty much the running schedule for the whole rest of the tournament. 
you can contribute to the show financially at coffee, ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, we keep forgetting to plug, we have an email address, uh, kings of consoles pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us an email rather than tweeting or posting to our Facebook or Instagram, which uh, Twitter and Instagram are at kings of consoles and facebook.com slash kings of consoles. Uh, you can also get me personally at loopy date on Twitter. And me, uh, Ricky4518. So next week, we are kicking off a sort of themed run, like how we had Mega Man May. I don't have a clever name for this one, uh, but it's going to be a whole bunch of dragons. Uh, we are going to see the <laughs> number 96 seed Dragon Warrior 3 as it takes on number 33, Batman the Video Game, in case oh. you were confused and tried to play Batman the Action Figure or Batman the Boxer Shorts. Um, you definitely want to make sure you pick up the video game, uh, which is the number 33 seed, uh, which is a, a super fun side-scroller. And Dragon Warrior 3 is a really great RPG. Um, the Legend. It's both of them. Pretty yeah. good. Yes. This is going yeah, to yeah. be a tough, tough one for us. Uh, so, yeah, follow us on social media. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Contribute to the show. Follow the brackets. All that good stuff. Uh, we love doing this every week. We love getting a chance to talk to you folks and then hearing from you uh, afterward. So don't be a stranger, uh, but be a stranger to actual strangers and stay home and wear a mask. Um, but other than that, Ricky, you got anything else before we uh, before we hit the road and uh, start playing Batman the video game? No, oh, man, I'm ready to start this Dragon Warrior quest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that what I did there? Yeah, I do. That's, that's good. That's good. Well played. Uh, so hopefully you will join us on our Dragon Warrior quest as well, and we'll see you next week. Play old games. Play games. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando, and is produced and edited by me, Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found at the opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just the